in 10 innings on Keith Hernandez Day. The Mets win 5-4. Let's get a round of applause. 43,336 people saw the Mets win 5-4 in 10 innings in a bizarre game, a weird finish. It ends on an error from Tanner Scott, but what an emotional day at City Field. We got a great show coming up from Ebbs Brewing Co. in a little bit. Presented by your Tri-State Cadillac dealers. We'll also play a little bit later Keith Hernandez and his press conference before the game where he got emotional. He did not cry during the ceremony in front of the fans, but he did cry to the media in front of us before the game. But a great win, and I got to say, as a guy who wasn't alive to see Keith Hernandez, I cried a little bit. I got a little bit emotional watching that ceremony because what it means to him, what it means to the franchise, what it means to all the Mets fans who got to see him play, finally getting his immortal number 17 in the rafters. No Met will ever wear number 17 again. And guess what? The Mets are 21 games over 500, 53 and 32. Great win. They have taken two of three. They look to take three of four of Sunday against the Miami Marlins before the Atlanta Braves. Boo! The Mets go to Atlanta taking the Braves for a big three-game set. But we celebrate today a Mets win. We celebrate a live show coming up next on Amazing But True. Jake Brown, Nelson Figueroa from Ebbs Brewing Co. Presented by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers. It's coming up next. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Queens, New York. Mets take the field. So amazing. Do you believe it? Do you believe in miracles? Yes. So don't sit here and call out the players who are busting their ass trying to win games. They teased no, they, us. They teased themselves. They're teasing us. They didn't tease they you. Sweet. No, look at my brass cojones because I throw the ball. You like that, Spanish Academy? You can't talk to talk and not walk to walk and then expect everybody to be okay with it. That's all. You want to know how real fan I am? I took out a personal load to go to the playoffs in 2015. If you're a real fan, a real fan, you say, so what? I've done enough scoreboard watching. The only scoreboard that matters is the one that's in front of our face. Next week is probably going to be an intervention. So let's talk about it next on Amazing But True. Woo! Welcome to a live edition of the Amazing But True podcast. We're live from Ebbs Brewing Co. at City Field for Keith Hernandez Day. Give it up for Keith. Where are the mustaches at? Where are the stashes at? Icon. Icon alert. Speaking of icon, be iconic. This episode is presented by your Tri-State Cadillac dealers. Give it up for Cadillac, everyone. Shout out to Cadillac. Jake Brown here alongside my co-host, former Mets pitcher, Emmy Award-winning analyst at SNY. Give it up for Nelson Figueroa. 
I'm Jake Brown, the pod father. We're here with the producer, Andrew Hartz, our resident drummer as well, and a handsome man, Andrew Hartz. Always got to call him handsome, hype him up a little bit. Uh, we are here live at Ebbs. This place is packed. I mean, the line for these damn bobbleheads are insane, Figgy. Uh, Keith Hernandez is a special player in Mets history, a guy that kind of turned the franchise around. You are much older than me. I am a young lad at 31. You are an old man at 48. You actually got to watch Keith's, Keith play. I know him from SNY and from Highlights, but what are your memories as a Mets fan growing up from Brooklyn watching Keith Hernandez? Well, First off, you missed out on the era of Mets baseball, right? I really did. Through the 80s and the early 80s, where they started to turn it around and started to figure out their team identity of who they were going to be. Keith Hernandez was the first big piece of that when they came over from the St. Louis Cardinals. And then once they got Gary Carter, that solidified this team to be a, a force to be reckoned with in the National League East. And all you saw every year was, this is the first piece, one of three in the bobblehead series. It only says new on the bottom of it, but Keith Hernandez was just the iconic figure, the mustache, the Tom Selleck good looks. He was the guy that legitimate, put some legitimacy to the Mets franchise. And it was a lot of young players, a lot of young talent. Frank Cashin gave him his word that we have a plan in motion. We have some really good players coming up from the minor leagues. We need you here and we need you to be a leader. Meanwhile, Keith just left a team that you know won the World Series. He's sitting back thinking he's the captain for that team and everything is going great. Now they take him from the first place team to the last place team. What could be worse for a guy like that? And all he said was it was a new challenge and something that he wanted to be a part of from day one. And he could see it from the minor league players that were coming up like Daryl and Doc and, and from the acquisitions that they made to then get Carter and give them a really big chance, and not just a big chance, but the chance of a lifetime in 86. And his number 17 goes up into the, do we say rafters? What is the terminology for where it's going? Well, it's not the rafters. It's up I know, what facade. do we call it? It's up on the facade. A facade. That's a good SAT word, facade. Oh, boy. Uh, joins the likes of Tom Seaver, may he rest in peace, 41. Mike Piazza, 31. Casey Stangle, 37. Gil Hodges, 14. Jerry Kuzman, 36. Jackie Robinson, 42. But Figgy... He is just the fourth Met to have his number go up. It's pretty crazy when you think about this entire history. And let's be real about this. It took way too long for Keith's number to go up. The ownership change and Steve Cohen obviously played a part in this. That's just putting two and two together. But let's hope this is the first of many that go up. Maybe David Wright might be next. You know, Doc Gooden, there's a case for him. Daryl Strawberry, there's a case for him. Edgardo Afonso, your manager of the Staten Island Ferry Hawks, where you're the pitching coach, there's a slight case for him, maybe him a little bit less. But there's a case for a lot of guys, and let's hope that this is the start of Mets ownership kind of honoring the past. And let's hope that this team gives us memories to build upon. Let's hope in 25 years we're putting Pete Alonso up on that freaking thing. <laughs> Give it up for Polar B. Right? Like, we need more Mets history acknowledged. It's kind of getting the feel year by year and new ownership, but let's hope this is the start of something. Well, right from the very beginning, when City Field was built, um, a lot of fans and even players said that it's, it was kind of weird that it was the rotunda was an ode to Brooklyn Dodgers and the Jackie Robinson. It wasn't a Mets rotunda. It, it wasn't felt like Ebbets Field Jr. Correct. And I think that was kind of what they had in mind, but they didn't do enough to celebrate the Mets players, the history of the Mets, those players that you long for and, and, and you sit back. And I remember watching, oh, my God, what was the guy's name? I can't remember. Danny, Danny Muno? Danny Muno? 
He was number 16 or 18. He had either Doc's or Daryl's number, and I was like, that's not right. You shouldn't be giving out numbers to just random players. If it's a cornerstone player, if it's a franchise-type player, if it's a Pete Alonzo that you're like, oh, my God, this kid could be special, then you give out a number that should be retired uh, for doing something special with your organization. Now, the Yankees go overboard because I think, uh, what, numbers 1 through 20 are retired in triplicate. Uh, based on what era of Yankee baseball you played in. But you, you look at it now and you look at what uh, Steve Cohen is trying to do. He's trying to win back all the, all, all the former players uh, that felt like they were shunned, like they weren't a part of something greater. A lot of the Mets players, remember, came from elsewhere. They were an expansion team or, you know, in 62 when they, when they came up about, and they never really felt like they had their own homegrown players. They were always getting a piece from somewhere else, made a trade that made them special. So the players that did come up through the organization, you want to, you know, celebrate them for a long time. And I think part of that is not giving away these numbers. Like nobody should be wearing number five anytime soon. I think it's, you know, until that number gets retired, nobody else deserves to wear that number. Keith Hernandez, when he got to the New York Mets, listen, this team stunk. There were 65 wins in 82, 68 in 83. Keith gets here and the tide changes, 84-90 wins, 85-98 wins, 86 World Series championship. Let's give it up for the 86 yeah. Mets. Yeah. 108 freaking wins. wins. 92, 188, which they fell short in the playoffs, and then 87 to 89. And you got to factor in, Figgy, there was no wild card. All those in today's era are playoff teams with a chance to win a championship. In that era, two teams made the playoffs, 86 and 88. So that kind of gets overlooked because that was a perennial World Series contender every year that just had the bad luck of having teams have 98 wins and 96 wins. Where today, 88 wins, 86 wins gets you in the playoffs. So he comes here and from 84 to 1989, 84, 85, 86, 87, 89, 88. That's a lot of math. Six years. <laughs> he ran out of fingers. I ran out of fingers for that. Six straight years. Tell me the other time when the Mets six straight years were over 500. You can't tell me. This never happened. So that's a historic time in Mets history that, you know, 84, you're like, how did that team not make the playoffs? 85, how did they not make the playoffs? 88, how did they not win the World Series? David Cohn told us, listen to the Amazing But True podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. He told us on last year's show, he came to that 87 team, and he could tell that was a hungover team, literally, figuratively. <laughs> a lot of cocaine, a lot of drugs, a lot of drinking. That team was hungover, yet they still won 92 games. So that tells you, like, they were tired. That 86 team was a lot of wear and tear, a lot of partying. If the 86 Mets were around now, they would all be suspended because they'd be on TMZ every day. They'd be in our newspaper. They'd be in page six. They wouldn't have lasted. But that era, it just worked. And Keith was a, a, a pivotal part of making that work. Yeah, in a, in a lot of ways. Keith was who he was. Um, he wanted the team to have unity. He wanted the team to band together, and both on and off the field, this team did a lot of things together. Um, when you look at what they did on the field, they either kicked your ass in the game or they kicked your ass literally. They went out and had more fights. I think they had more fights in that one year than the franchise has had since. And it's not like a hockey thing, but it's more of a, 
you know, we're, we're not going to take anything from you, especially in our own house. So if you came into Shea Stadium and you took a hard slide and you took out one of their players, you know you were either getting beamed or you were going to get punched, depending on who was closest to you. So I think that was just the identity of that team. They were so ru rough and tough. They were blue-collar. And at the same time, when they had some superstar names who had played at a high level before, those guys actually fit right in. It wasn't like they were above all of the, all of the ruckus. They were right in the middle of it during all those brush-ups. How old were you in 86? 12. 12 years old. So that was a prime time of your fam fanhood. It was a pivotal time in my fanhood. Because 12 out of 2003, I was a diehard then. I started at 9, 10. So by 12, you were watching a lot of those games. Were you, were you putting out the milk carton to get to Shea Stadium back then? Uh, I, I was, was doing anything. I, I, yeah, I was doing anything I could to get to, uh, to watch some games at Shea Stadium. I used to come with my grandfather and my dad. I sit up in the upper decks um, watching through there. I remember walking from the 7 train, you know, up and down the ramps on the side to get to it where you could watch from right field, see what was going on. Oh, my God, this guy's on base ready. Let's go. Hurry up. Hurry up. Got to get in there. Um, all those different ways of just trying to be at the ballpark and the, to, to soak in that 80s team. They were just so special. And I remember after the 86 team, 87, I went to uh, Macy's. My aunt surprised me. She took me into the city. We went and saw a play. I think it was called Manhattan Showboat. And then afterwards, we went to Macy's. And I'm thinking, why are we going to Macy's? We went to Macy's because Gary Carter and Ron Darling were signing autographs. And so I had a baseball that... Carter signed one side, Ronnie signed the other side, and I had it for years and years and years. And I told this story when I did my very first episode of MLB Network. Um, I literally lost track of the ball, cleaning my room so many times. It got thrown into a bag, a garbage bag. It got thrown into a garbage bag and was in my balcony of my apartment on the 16th floor for over 20 years, easily over 20 years. And my mom one day was cleaning out the, the garbage bags. It was all toys, it was all a bunch of junk. And in there was that ball from Ronnie and, and, and Gary, and the autographs were perfect. The ball was falling apart, but the autographs were still perfect on it. And Ronnie thought I was joking. The next day, I got back home after doing MLB Network, and my mom had dug it out of storage and brought it out, and I took a picture of it and put it on Twitter. And he was, he was like, oh, my God, you were telling the truth. I said, yeah, because I did. I, I loved this team. I loved you know, watching guys like Ronnie, who was such a smart pitcher, watching guys like Doc, who was so dominant. Um, you know, Keith just, he did so many things so well, played well above average defense. I mean, there isn't a war involved when it came to Keith. He was the gold standard when it came to gold gloves. Um, what he did with the bat, uh, hitting the ball the other way, putting the ball in play, RBI situations, coming up clutch. That was how he was identified. He was not identified as for his exit velocity or if he hit massive bombs. But if you had a guy on second base with less than two outs, Keith Hernandez was driving him in. Yeah, a great fielder. 11 gold gloves is just obnoxious. He's the only guy that's won 11 straight that's not in the Hall of Fame. This is something that's been talked about the past few days. Scott Boris, of all people, is like putting an email out to MLB to help him get to the Hall of Fame. It's pretty crazy to think that he's not in there. Is he deserving or are we just biased as Mets fans? I don't know if we're biased. I think one of the things about the Hall of Fame is you're talking about uh, people who defined an era, right? And, and so what, what was his era? Don Mattingly and, and Keith were synonymous in New York for being leaders, captains, uh, gold glove caliber first baseman, and guys that were fear, you know, fearless with the bat. They could do so many things and they were the clutch kind of guys that you needed. So I think 
just defense alone, yeah, I, I, I see that. There's guys that if you looked at it and you go through it now, you're like, oh, well, he didn't play good defense. You know, his on-base percentage wasn't nearly as high as it could have been all, as compared to all the other Hall of Famers. So I think there's ways to get guys like Keith in there, and I think that's what the veteran committee is there for because a guy like Harold Baines isn't a better first baseman than Keith. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It'll be interesting to see if it happens. We're here at Ebbs Brewing Coats. Give it up for AG's Big Apple Sports Groupies in the building. Andy, Andy, AG Sports Groupies. They got a, quite the setup here. A lot of cool lot of memorabilia. And in honor of that, I'm going to give a few things away to a few lucky people here. Your stuff? No, my own stuff. <laughs> Jake's Closet. Uh, coming out of the closet with Jake Brown. Um, we're we're going to... Who's a couple of people? Who wants to answer a trivia it, with a chance to win you something? Have to say All right. What's your name? Where are you from? Name, where are you from? What's your name? Nick. Nick? What part of New York are you from? All right, let's give him a mic. Here in my Santa Claus is coming to town. This is pretty sick, actually. Probably worth a lot. The Seinfeld bobblehead. So, this is a good one. Hearts, do we have a trivia? Do you want to do a Keith theme trivia? He's right behind you. All right. What was your name again? Nick. Nick from what part of Long Island? Uh, North Shore of Long Island. North this guy is very secretive about his location. I don't even Listen, think his name is Nick. We're not going to find you, bro. <laughs> All right, Nick on the North Shore of Long Island. For your chance to win a Seinfeld bobblehead, give Hearts the mic. He's going to give you a question. Keith Hernandez's number 17 is going up in the facade, as we just saw. Facade. The facade today. Keith also wore two other numbers in his career. Wow. What are the two other numbers? And here's a hint for you. One of them is actually already up in the rafters of City Field. Wow, that, I don't even know that. <laughs> I got no clue. We might have to give uh, him an easier yeah. one. I mean, yeah, that's very hard. Yeah. I if I get one out of two, can I get it? I mean, we actually already referenced this earlier on. Keith Hernandez, how many gold gloves has he won in his career? 11. 11 is correct. Give him a round of applause. He struggled with the first one, but I couldn't even get that. You have won a Seinfeld bobblehead. Those might go for a couple hundred on eBay. I don't know. All right, what else do we got in Jake's attic? Let's Hold see. on. Let's say, you want to answer that other question? Oh, the other one. 18 and 37 were the other two. So the 37 is Casey Stangle's number as well. All right, in the theme of bobbleheads, I found this, too. I'm going to give away my Mrs. Met as Wonder Woman bobblehead. Wow. So who's interested in this? Anyone? No, no. You're interested? Come on up. Come on up. What's your name? Where are you from? Where are you from? From North Jersey. Does anyone want to tell me they're a town? Hallworth, New Jersey. Never heard of it. What town? Hallworth. It's near Alpine, but I'm not Hallworth? Hallworth. Hotworth? 
Pam, P-A-M-N, Pam. All right. This is the Spanish Academy? North Jersey. North Jersey. That's what, right. said. That's what he started with. Man, we'll Friday go with that. Well, he's, he's, he's giving me weird towns I've never heard weird of. Weird towns. I'm loving that. Look at this stat. What was your name? <laughs> Kevin from North Jersey. Your chance to win a Mrs. Met as Wonder Woman bobblehead that I'm giving away on my own. This is no one affiliated. This is Jake Brown's collection. All right, Hards, give him a question. Legally, has to say that. All right. So in 1987, the New York Mets named... Keith Hernandez, a captain, the first ever in team's history, but he also split the duties with someone else on the team. Who did he split duties with? Gary Carter. Oh. Gary Carter is correct. <laughs> what year? 87. 87. Congrats. There you go. That creep right there wants it. Listen, it's a cool bobblehead. It's awesome. We gotta it's make not, a harder one for It's him. not strange. All right. I got a couple more less cool things, but... Uh, oh, my God. Please, nothing that you If you're want. in the Christmas spirit early, nothing a Mets want. stocking. Anyone interested in a Mets stocking? Anyone. Anyone. It's a free... Andy, come up. You want a stocking? All right, he'll come. Any summer stuff? Summer. Okay, that's fine. That's a good call. Listen, you got kids? No, but I know kids. Okay. Okay. Uh, name where you're from. That might have been the creepiest. <laughs> name where you're from. Mike's from Astoria. Astoria's in the building. Give it up for Astoria. Shocker. I'm right out of Astoria. You got the king of Astoria FBI, here, me in the building. So, Mike, what's your name? Mike. Mike it's Astoria. Just Mike. All right. Mike, what's your name? Mike, what's your name? Mike. Mike. Uh, you got another one, Hearts? I got another one. I got another one. All right. Uh, so Keith Hernandez traded from the Cardinals to the Mets. He played for one other team in his career. What is the other team that he played for? Cleveland Indians. Yeah. That's correct. Now known as the Guardians. Merry Christmas to you and a Happy New Year. You've won a stocking. Stocking. Right. Did he say a stocking? Stocking. In the theme of winter as well, a Mets, uh, what do they call these, scarves? I don't Those know. are scarves, yes. All right, a scarf. Who wants a scarf? This guy wants it. All right. Give it up for this guy. <laughs> Name and where you're from. Steven from Ozone Park, Queen. Yeah, see, he gives the town I know Ozone Park well. Dated a girl there last year. Uh, Steven Ozone Park. It's a hike there to get to. It's by JFK. You go to New Park Pizza or? Oh, my neighbor. Okay. Okay, good. Amores is better. Steve. Steven Ozone Park. What do we got for him? Keith Hernandez has a very famous cat that he oh. posts on Twitter, oh. Instagram. No what way. is the name of Keith no, Hernandez's no, 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 cat? Oh, God, I know this one. It ends with an I. It's like a weird word. It's a weird name. Is it I? Houdini? Close. Close. It's with an H. Oh. Think about, think about, huh. think about the name huh. of the manager huh. in the world. Huh. Huh. Retired huh. manager, Bill... Oh, uh, Hodges. And no! Hodges. It's Hajini. Oh. No! <laughs> Haji. 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 Let's give him one more. Let's give him one more. You got another one? I'll give you one. There you go. All right. Oh, Haji is Arabic. Yes. Jerry Kuzman's number is retired in the facade. What number was he? What number was it? What? What number was he that's retired? Jerry Kuzman. Uh, you kill him. Anybody want to help him? 14. No, no, all right. That's awesome. Let's give him one more. What Jerry number did Kuzman. Carlos Beltran wear with the Mets? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this guy's a Yankee fan. Go back to Ozone Park. What, 
number did Jose Reyes wear? I don't know. Oh my God! He's a, the only Maybe person. right. Oh my God! Mookie Wilson. Hold on. What number did Keith Hernandez wear? <laughs> I just, I just wait, wait. What was, how about this? What was the stadium at Four City Field called? Stadium. stadium. 69 times the charm. There you go. There oh my goodness. No, he's the GM. Yes, Rob Kinda was the best. A post sports plus hat. Sign up for post sports plus. Jennifer's here. He's coming for the hat. Free 30-day subscription. Go sign up. Actually, if you sign up outside, you get a free beer as well. So wow. Jennifer right here with the, with the hat herself is here. Sign up with her, scan the code, and you'll get a free beer. Who doesn't want free beer? Free subscription, free beer, free everything. All right. Do you have another one? I can do another one. Keith Hernandez appeared in a famous... Well, I was going to do a Seinfeld. I can give you a Seinfeld question. It's a hard one, though, but I was trying to give you a cookie. Yeah, I got you. Keith Hernandez... Appeared in a famous Just for Men's commercial with another famous New York athlete. Who else was in that commercial with him? Uh, Clyde Frazier. That is hey! correct. First time the char. Name where you're from? Uh, I live on the Upper East Side. I'm from close to New Jersey. Your name? Jeff. Jeff. Jeff from all different locations. Yeah, Jeff. 2,000 Mets. I'll get anything. Yeah, it is. Jeff. 2,000 Mets. 2,000 Mets, my favorite. He wins a post sports plus, and he's got a stash. Wait, is that a fake stash or real? No, I think it's real. That's real. That's as real as it gets. That's real? No, it's not. It's so real. Pull, pull it off right now. <laughs> so, so that's what I would look at? Is that what I'm going to look like? Uh, if, that, if that's what I'm going to look like, I might have to go for it. Don't gas him up to too much. It. Amazing But True, Jake Brown, Nelson Figueroa. Follow us on Twitter at Amazing But True, at Figgy and Y, at Jake Brown Radio. We're going to wrap up in a few minutes here because the ceremony will begin in about 28 minutes. So we'll give you time to get in. Cookie Carrasco on the mound today. Figgy Jacob DeGrom makes his second rehab. Give it up for Jacob DeGrom! Three innings, shutout, six Ks, on his way back. Trade deadline's coming. What are you looking for these next couple weeks? Scherzer's back. We're getting DeGrom back. Our next show, I'll be in L.A. You'll be here. I'll be at All-Star. So I'll try and get some player clips. We hope Pete Alonzo is the backup. Uh-huh. We hope uh, Lindor is a backup. Yep. Starling Marte, Marte will be a backup. Edwin Diaz should be there. Yep. And that's it, because Mets starters were hurt, obviously, DeGrom. And what are you looking for? Did this team to get maybe a few big bats, like a Cruz and a lefty reliever? Well, they, they definitely need to do more with the bats uh, that they have. So it's not going to be one bat that comes in to save the day. But you got to rem remember that this offense that was clicking on all cylinders seem to uh, hit a few speed bumps over the last 10 games. Uh, they're not scoring a ton of runs, three or fewer, actually, and it's putting a lot of pressure, of course, not only on the starters, but the bullpen, which is also a weak spot for this team. We've got to get more guys in there that can be a little bit more consistent. Lugo and Drew Smith keep uh, you know, faltering right now. You, uh, you got Chasen Shreve, who has one good game, two bad games. Uh, Will, Trevor Williams was a godsend, you know, eating up all those innings uh, the way he did in, in, in shutout fashion. Mm -hmm. You're looking for this team to, you know, kind of do what they had been doing for so long. I know it's getting a little hot and it's getting a little weary, but when you look in the rearview mirror, that Atlanta Braves bumper is getting a lot closer. And they got a big three-game set this week. Huge three-game set this week. So I look for them to score some more runs, uh, you know, not worrying about one or two guys carrying the load, but everybody kind of contributing. You know, we, we just praised Escobar 
last week because he had kind of turned it around since you know he hit the 10-year mark and he really faltered this week leaving a ton of guys on base and that's not something that this Met team can keep doing. A lot of names. AJ Puke from the lefty reliever from the A's. Hopefully, won't make us puke. Uh, is it it's puck? puck? Is puck. it puck? Oh, it's puck. Good God. All right. I, I got uh, later tonight on my mind after a long night out. Frankie Monta, Josh Bell, Nelson Cruz. We'll see what they get. Do we want to do a few words for the Nelson Figueroa Spanish Academy? Retirement day. Uh, do you know that? No. Day of retirement. Veteran, old, veterano, veterano. We've done That's that already. We have. What else? What else is there? Um, How about Cadillac car dealership? Dealer of cars. La tienda de carro. What is it? La tienda de carro. La tienda de carro. The car store. La tienda de carro. <laughs> All right. That's the word of the week. Uh, Dia de jubilation That's is exactly retirement what. day. Dia de jubilation. Dia de jubilation. There's no jubilee. Jubilation. No, J What is it? Jubilation? Jays are pronounced as wise. Jubilation. Yes, but except not the jubilation, like polo fagitas. They, they do. They're not polo fagitas. Jubilation. <laughs> that is the word. Jubilation. All right, we're coming from Ebbs Bruingo. Give it up for AG's Big Apple Sports Groupies in the building. Shout out to Andy. We got some pretzels here. Amazing but true. Jake Brown, Andrew Hart, Nelson Figueroa. Hey, there were wings before. There were wings before. There were wings. I had three. I had three. There were wings. Keith Hernandez number going up. I'll have a quick recap after the game. You're off to Staten Island for your game. Episode will drop Saturday night. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Visit your tri-state Cadillac dealers. Hit a showroom. Buy a Cadillac. Tell them Jake Brown sent you. Don't do that. Uh, don't, don't do the that. The Mets are in first. We'll see what happens, guys, this week. Big series versus the Braves. Then you get four against the Cubs. Then the All-Star break. And then the second half. It's going to be a fun second half. Trades coming right after that. Subway series right after that here at City Field for two games. Excited for that. Thanks to Andrew Hart for producing the show. Let's give a round of applause to Ebbs. Let's give a round of applause to Andy. Thanks to Andrew Hart. Thanks to Nelson Figueroa. We're signing out. Let's go, Keith Hernandez. And everyone, let's, let's go, Mets. It's very touching. This is a good moment. I'm not going to make it, Gary. You know that. <laughs> You know, he was one of those guys that seemed to could, could deliver what the team needed that day. I need a single to left field. I need, I mean, think about a guy you, you could hit and run with. You could, he could hit a ball out of the ballpark. I never dreamed that we would turn it around so quickly. And I say we, it's a team. I always felt myself as just a player, one of 25. No special, nothing special about me. Just one of the guys. And then having a great time and working hard and working hard for a championship. And we did! <laughs>